All right, welcome. This is episode 17 of the Nil Nil Football Podcast. We are back um, after some U.S. Open Cup games. Uh, I'm going to start you off, Danny, with a... I'm going to just, you know, get out of yeah. the normal trend. Uh, you know, there's a rumor that Gareth Bale is going to D.C. United. Have you heard that? What? Exactly, right? <laughs> some people are saying it's no. he wants... They, some people are he saying, wants to play golf? Yeah, in front of the White House probably or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the latest rumor so far. That's crazy. I mean, Why D.C. out of all places? In other news, they just fired their coach too, so... <laughs> That sounds like a great place. Yeah, we officially have the first head coach that... Well, actually, technically, Almeida left, but he wasn't fired. Uh, the DC United mm-hmm. coach is the first coach to be fired this season so far. Yeah, well, if we're talking about just departures, Almeida's first yeah. and DC's second. All in the same way. Um, yeah. All right. Who um, will be next? I don't know, Phil Neville. No, I don't think no so. He's, he's getting he's getting wins now. There's no chance. Your best friends. All right. So then let's review the uh, the Open Cup that happened. You know the, the Open Cup games before we yeah we uh, we previewed a little bit of the Wednesday games, but you know as of today that's already happened. So uh, first match was Rochester, New York, formerly the Rochester Rhinos, as I've said in the last episode. Uh, played oh, against right. FC Motown. And they ended mm-hmm. up tying two to two, but uh, Rochester ended up winning four to three on PKs. Uh, Greenville played against Charlotte, where Charlotte won two to one. Uh, Hartford played against New York, where Red Bulls won two to one. Uh, Madison played against Minnesota. Minnesota ended up on top with the two nil win. Uh, Orlando played against Tampa Bay. You know the floor, another Florida derby. Um, and yeah. They ended up winning two to one. Atlanta destroyed. Destroyed Chattanooga. Uh, it was six nil that they came away with. I think Don Dwyer scored two goals there. What about that uh, Texas derby between uh, Chattano- San Antonio and Austin? Chattanooga's in Tennessee. Okay, um, San Antonio, Austin. Yes, um, Austin won, right? Nope, Austin absolutely went home against. I mean, this should be a derby. They're forty minutes away from each other, but San Antonio ended up winning, so it's kind of embarrassing for Austin. I'm still <laughs> waiting to hear all that talk about them being a good team so far. You know? <laughs> yeah, what happened to that? It, it seems like they don't have a B team. I'll say that. <laughs> right, that's what it looks like. A team uh, all the way. Yeah. On other on another hand, Raw Salt Lake ended up losing to Northern Colorado. Not even the real Colorado Rapids. So Just the northern part. Yeah, I guess add them to the Rocky Mountain Cup. Um and then <laughs> LAFC ends up destroying Orange County five to one, although we should have had a clean sheet, but we got too lazy. <laughs> well, at least we saw Kubo Torres scoring on an MLS team again. Yeah. I know. So interesting we had no idea that Kubo Torres ended up there anyway until we saw the lineups and I was like oh that's I had no idea until you mentioned it honestly I saw him on the field I still thought he was with Atlanta (laughs) low-key no I'm pretty sure he had left already Atlanta so uh yeah LFC winning five to one I mean there's not much to say Orange County did not provide much going forward they were pretty good at getting the ball back from us on certain Mm -hmm. occasions but I mean we had complete control over that game like I said I'd say like the first 10-ish minutes of the second half 
they were kind of threatening. Yeah, kind of. But like, as soon as LFC started scoring, you already knew the game was over, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. When the third goal came in, that yeah. that was over. There was at one point. I mean, I think the um, who was it? So Cal Jennings' goal happened. Right. I forgot who's the one that scored right after him. Mm, I think it was uh, Musovski's second goal. Yeah, because um, those those. Two plays were exactly the same. They were. So that's why I was like, at that point, it just seemed like LFC could score whenever they wanted to. They just, you know, chose not to push that hard. And I also mm-hmm. noticed at that point that our defending was kind of just like, oh, what are they going to do? You know, like they, they yeah. weren't really, they weren't really trying too hard to get the ball back or stop any plays. Like even Mamadou Fall right. was running up the field and leaving the whole left side of the field unattended. Yeah, I'll be honest, like, there were there were plenty of parts where it was kind of sloppy, even from fall as well. Yeah. Um, not because they couldn't do it, but just because it's it did seem that way. It's like, oh, we're five goals up. Why are we going to try so hard? And uh, when I saw the set piece come in um, that resulted in Orange County scoring, I knew I was going to go in right away because everybody wasn't really paying as much yeah. attention as, as they would. Yeah. It's a shame for uh, McCarthy because, you know, that was his first start for LAFC officially in a match. Um, mm-hmm. That's our goalie. Or, so uh, it's a shame that he couldn't get the clean sheet. He looked pretty upset about it, um, especially if you see his reaction after. He's just like, you know, it's pretty upset. Yeah. But, um, I mean, a 5-1 win, you can't really complain about scoring five goals, right? So uh, No, and honestly, I think that if yeah. you're comparing teams, that is what you should be getting out of these matchups yeah. uh, especially since we ended up facing the league winners mm-hmm. uh i do have like one main point i want to talk about this game but besides that mm-hmm. i don't think there's much to go into it was pretty it was a pretty standard win like nothing it, honestly there was no like controversy or anything like that in this game right so no no everything was pretty clean yeah so uh so for this game the main thing i want to say is that for the most part, all the not regular starters that were put into this game seemed like they were really trying to show what they had. So yeah. main example being um, Musovski. So like I feel like he played as well as he could have in this game, a hundred percent. Like um, I forget what the um, for a hothead. This was one of his most relaxing games I've ever seen him play. Yeah. Um, so. Let me look at the stats. So, Musovsi ended up with two goals and an assist in this match, right? Mm-hmm. The yeah. assist that he did for Chicho on the second goal right. that Chicho scored was absolutely beautiful. Reminded oh, that me, was amazing. It reminded me of Guti from Real Madrid. I haven't shown you that one, but if you Google that, you'll know. Like, you should be able to search that up on YouTube, which is... Uh, mm-hmm. You know what? I'll just search it up right now. I'll well show you exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, I hadn't originally seen that goal. I think I had gone up and walked away. But uh, watching the highlight of it, that was one of the most beautiful goals I've seen. Like, just the play itself was so good. Yeah. <laughs> Beckham. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Oh, whoops. That was 100% the wrong play. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I'm looking at this and it, it, it was goal from Guti, but it looks nothing like the one that happened yesterday. No, 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 no. He's the one that Guti's the one that gave this. I sent you the real no, one. This one, this one was um, Sidan. Yep, it was exactly that one. <laughs> it was an assist. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah Benzema it's exactly the same kind of goal right there the setup is exactly the same yeah that that Guti assist so yeah uh, like I was saying so yeah Danny Masovsky, uh his partnership with Chicho seems pretty interesting to me seems man. pretty good yeah. yeah I'd love to see that in actual league play though yeah like if we ever end up playing like one of the bottom table teams like um, Inter Miami or something like that, I would I would love to give them a shot, especially when we're, if we're resting players, maybe in one well, of the midweek games yep. or something like that. I mean, if we're talking about that kind of matchup, we are coming up against Cincinnati in this weekend's game. Yes, but now we know that Cincinnati's been decent lately. I'm talking about like bottom bottom teams, like a San Jose like, or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. But who would be the third player? Would, would you put Vela? So it'd be Chicho, Musovsky, and Vela. Do a rare four four two maybe. <laughs> sure, why not? I've seen never plays four four two. We play four three three, but I mean, we have enough midfielders to make that work. I think. Yeah, you could have. Be. I mean, you have Elias your CDM. Um, you could have Acosta on the wing. You could have Sifu as our cam, and then you could have Blessing on the other side, getting the ball back. So two attacking, two yeah. defending, right? So you could pull it off with a four four two, I think. Yeah, why not? But I, I'm interested in seeing that. He looked very, very confident in this game, obviously as they should have. Yeah. Um, but I would like to see more of that in league play. Uh, he's always been one of those players who really really tries when he's on the field uh yeah my only issue is uh, sometimes he gets carried away with the emotions just like fall and yeah. he ends up getting angry and maybe fighting um or arguing with the ref which isn't always the best thing yeah but anyway. yeah that, that was a great goal anything anything else you want to say about this match mm-hmm I think um, it was exactly as we expected. All right. Then moving on, let's just do a quick preview. Um, let me know if you want to talk more about any of the, the following matches. But uh, let's sure. get into the weekend's action. So we got Dallas versus Houston at 12 Ooh. p.m. on Univision. That is our Twitter game of the week. Texas matchup. Yeah, first Texas derby. They should have a they should have a cup like you know how uh, Seattle, Portland, and um, Vancouver have the Cascadia Cup. Oh yeah, yeah. they should do that. Yeah, Texas should have their thing going on. Um, but yeah, so FC Dallas, Houston. I would argue that Dallas is in better form. I would agree with that. Okay. I I feel in this matchup, out of the two, Dallas has a better chance of coming out on top. Um. I think that attacking wise, I think they're both good, mm-hmm. but defensive wise, I feel like Dallas is better than yeah. um, Houston. If you look at the current standings, it is literally 
they are right next to each other. So Dallas is in fourth. Houston is in fifth. They both have the same points per game. The only difference is that Dallas has a better goal difference. Yeah, and see, it's exactly what I was mentioning. Dallas has yeah. four goals against, while Houston has seven. Yes, and Dallas has a better home record as well. So mm-hmm. uh, we, they're going to be playing in uh, Dallas's stadium too. So, so I think be... that Dallas should take this away. Yeah. All right, um, let's move on. Philadelphia, Montreal. I could have sworn they've already played each other already. Um, could be. I do not remember, but I'll double check that. Uh, yes, they did. Yep. Uh, March fifth, yep. and Philadelphia won that one. Uh, um, and I'm pretty sure I backed them to do it again. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Philadelphia is going to win that one again. Um, in the previous match, the one on the fifth, they ended up uh, losing Julian Carranza at the 71st minute to a red card. Uh, so. As long as they don't repeat that, you know, it should be a pretty easy game for them. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know about the score. Well, I mean, FC Dallas, Houston, I'm going to go with a 2-1. Philadelphia, Montreal, 2-0. That's, that's my prediction. <laughs> uh, I'll go 3-2 on Dallas, Houston. And I'll go 2-1 on Philadelphia, Montreal. All right. Minnesota versus Chicago. Um, um, it's at 2 p.m. on ESPN. Uh-huh. No, that's it. Uh, I mean, basically, Minnesota's got a really good defense, especially because of their goalie, Chicago. Mm-hmm. Okay, Known for well, the best I'm... defense, worst attack, right? Uh... <laughs> yeah. I guess I'll go with a team that didn't lose to Omaha. Yeah. So, Minnesota? Yeah, I'm going to go Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota. Not because of the... Not, not because of the U.S. Open game, obviously. Everybody's using their B teams. Mm-hmm. Um but I think out of the two, Minnesota tends to be a bit more attacking, attack-minded yeah. than Chicago. Currently, uh, this is a seventh-place derby because Minnesota and Chicago are both in seventh place in their respective conferences. Um, hmm. What I will say is they're literally identical. So they both have really decent defending, mm-hmm. but they do not score many goals. Uh, Chicago has been struggling to score a lot of goals lately. Five goals, four. Uh, Minnesota has eight goals, four, six against. So, it's, yeah, it's it's an okayish record. I would I would bet I'd put I'd I'd bet that's going to be a draw. Hundred <laughs> percent. You know what? That that's a very very huge possibility. It's going to be a um, nil nil draw. No no special. <laughs> no no special. Uh, I'm going to give it to Minnesota with just one goal. Yeah, I mean that's they do have a slightly better attack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, we're going DC United, New England. Uh, DC, bottom of the table, just fired their coach. And are they going to be having a bounce back against New England? Who is in 11th place? Um, DC. Oh, that's live on ESPN Plus. So. DC. I'm not sure who's going to win. I know that New England just came up off a win i barely got their second win yeah but like i mentioned in the last episode they're not that convincing yet for me mm-hmm. um i'm gonna say this is gonna be a tie i'm gonna go with new england just barely beating out dc so i'm gonna go with uh two 
one again. Yeah, I'm just gonna go um one one. Yeah. Alright. Um not much to say. Austin against Vancouver. Now Austin won their last match, but it's also because they got lucky with the red card, right? So um mm-hmm. if we're supposed to believe the hype, they should be winning this game. Considering yeah. that Vancouver is second to last place. Yeah, just based on their other games' performances, and even if they did get lucky with that red card, um, I still think that Austin are much better team than Vancouver. Mm-hmm. So uh, Austin's probably going to take this. I'm going to say two zero. All right, I'm going to agree with you on that. I think two zero sounds like a pretty good score. Um, yeah, I'll stick with two zero as well. So Austin with a 2-0 win. I mean, 2-0. 2-0. <laughs> uh, right. We got Kansas City versus Columbus. That's, uh, I mean, Kansas City just lost to us 3-1. Mm-hmm. As long as Columbus plays like the team that they're supposed to and Kansas City doesn't get any of their, the rest of their players back, they should, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they should uh, theoretically Columbus win Columbus should theoretically be winning, yeah. Uh, Columbus currently sit in ninth with mm-hmm. Kansas City in 12th, so... Columbus not in the best form, but they have shown they know how to score goals. Kansas City struggling in that department, especially defensively, where they're giving up 14. So, uh, yeah, uh, Columbus should win this one. I would say 3 0 is probably a good shout. Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. Um, I'm going to go 3 1. You think, I feel like Kansas City can always at least get something on the on the board. Yeah, that's true. All right, moving on. Colorado versus Charlotte. It seems like an interesting game for some reason. Uh, it's going to be <laughs> live on ESPN Plus. So, Colorado currently they started off the season kind of decent. They've dropped all the way to tenth now. Uh, Charlotte yeah. is currently sitting in eighth. So. Um, in terms of goals for, Charlotte has 8-4, 11 against. Colorado has 9-4, 11 against. So it seems like it's pretty even in terms of attack and defense. Um, yeah. Given that statement, and, I mean, they're going to be playing Colorado, I'm going to go a 1-1 draw on this one. I'm going to go a 2-1 win for Charlotte. You think so? Do you think they can finally pull out another win after, I think, was it back-to-back losses at this point? Yes, yes, I do think that they can come out with another win. Mm-hmm. Because their first win did come after back-to-back losses. Swigolski needs to get me some points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, and plus, Colorado's bad form, I think it's just going to continue. Yeah. Um, I don't think that they've figured anything out yet. And worst-case scenario, I think, for Charlotte is just end up with a draw. But I think that the most likely scenario is them coming out with a win, maybe. All right. Uh, moving on. Portland versus Ralph Salt Lake. So, Portland, we know they've been struggling a bit. Uh, they currently mm-hmm. sit in ninth place. Uh, Salt Lake, I mean, they had the same issue as Colorado. Started off strong. And last couple of games, they've been uh, dropping off quite significantly. Mm-hmm. So, they currently sit in sixth place. Um, and then getting decimated. Yep, especially in the last game for the NYCFC, 6-0 loss. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, Portland, they've been struggling defensively, conceding 13 goals. Salt Lake also conceded 13 goals. So, the defense is pretty much the same. Uh, you know, Although, 
I mean, you could cut that in half if you don't consider the last game for Ross Salt Lake, right? So, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so um, this one's interesting. They're going to be playing in Portland. I think that should be enough to get Portland the win. I'm going to go with um, they're going to squeak out a 1-0. That's what I'm going to say. You know what? If Salt Lake plays anything like they did this past weekend, then they really don't have a chance of winning. Mm. Um, but I, I really don't know what happened to them from starting off okay to being how terrible they are right now. The weather got back to normal. That's what happened. <laughs> exactly. That's 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 the huge question. Will, from last game to this game, will they be that much better already? And I don't think it's just going to be one game for them to be better, especially not against Portland. Uh, I take a so I... Uh, yeah, it's going to take a couple. And I think actually this might be an actual good game for Portland, um, just like it was for NYCFC. So I'm going to go with maybe 3-1. Okay, high-scoring game. All right, we got San Jose, who is now without Matias Almeida, playing against Seattle for the first time. Now remember, Seattle just lost to bottom of the table Inter Miami because they ended up mm-hmm. putting out a B team. Um, will they do the same thing? again and lose against the other bottom of the table san jose <laughs> oh you're talking about um number one power ranking seattle sounders yeah number one power ranking losing to last place power ranking seattle sounders yes. <laughs> okay um you know i don't think that it's gonna be an easy game for them um i don't know if they're gonna be putting out a b team but Mm. Remember, San Jose just came off of the U.S. Open Cup win where they won 5-0. Yeah. I'm thinking about that. I'm thinking about Almeida not being there anymore, so I'm going to guess there's going to be some defensive you, updates on that hand. You got Wanda, uh, assistant coach. Yeah, so between Almeida being gone, tactics being different, them always being able to at least get a tie, uh, I think this might be their first win. Uh, they will be playing at home. Um, I mean, and, do you think Seattle? And, do you, you still think Seattle's going to struggle? I think Seattle's going to struggle. Yeah, and I it was Ibobisi's uh, Ibobisi, form right now. Ibobisi. Ibobisi. Everybody calls him Ibobisi. Ibobisi. It, but it, it probably though. is Ibobisi, though. <laughs> I naturally want to say Ibobisi, mm-hmm. and I'm going to continue saying Ibobisi until I'm corrected somehow. Um, Ibobuse's form has been really good. So I think that he's going to carry the team to a win. What's your score? Um, That's the tough part. I want to go with two. But I feel like the most likely outcome for this is somewhere between a 1-0 and a 2-1. Um, because their defensive part is pretty bad, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with 2-1. Just to be safe. Um, okay, I think I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to go for the upset as well, San Jose over Seattle, mainly because I did see some of the highlights on their Open Cup win. I did see a couple players that uh, were looking pretty good. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I remember the name correctly. Okay, there is um, 
a player named I want to say his name was Richmond or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he he was really really good in the game. Uh like he has a lot of pace, knows how to dribble, so just I'm wondering if they're going to put him into the game. Um so if they do, I think they can squeak out um let's go with uh let's go something crazy. 3 to 1 win against Seattle. 3 1. Ooh. Yeah. I think it's going to be one of those crazy San Jose games where they get something. Look, like if if there's any time I'd like to be wrong, it'd be with that kind of scoreline. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. hopefully you're right and I'm wrong. Yep. And they they had some good players, a lot of attacking threat. Uh, Cade Cowell um, looking dangerous as well. So Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like San Jose, their issue is defensive, not, not attacking. Yeah. Because they've proven it more than once that they can come out to scrape out at least a point from most games. Yeah. All right. We'll see if they can pull it off. That's going to be at 7 PM on Unimas. So, so you can watch it for free. Uh, yeah. also it's, one, going be, it's going to be on Fox. Apparently. But one last thing I'd like to say, and just thinking about it, um, they were able to do this in an, uh, they're attacking faced a good Columbus yep you know so back before Columbus went to the form that they are now uh, and down a player so if they can do that to a team that was in form at that time I'm pretty sure that they can probably pull out a win here against Seattle decent okay we're gonna go with the Galaxy against Nashville at 7.30pm on ESPN Plus, um, Nashville not as good defensively as we've been saying. Uh, mm, no, that's that's what you had yeah, been saying. As I have been saying, they are perfectly banned. So they are in eighth place. They've scored eight goals and conceded eight. So <laughs> too bad no this longer... isn't too bad this isn't the slot machines in Vegas. Or else they'd be winning. But uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Galaxy. Uh... Slightly, def- slightly better offensive record, scoring one more goal uh, with nine goals for, uh, six against. So it's it's tricky. So the Galaxy ended up tying against Chicago, but Chicago's mm-hmm. known for being pretty good defensively lately. Uh, Nashville, uh, they ended up what they played against San Jose last was it? Yeah, and they drew the two, to two, two right? To two, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, if they conceded goals against San Jose, chances are they might concede goals against the Galaxy. Depends. Yeah. How good has Walker Zimmerman been doing these days? <laughs> I have no idea, honestly. But someone that I was watching and that caught my eye over the weekend was Mukhtar. And yeah. I loved how he was playing, the intensity that he was bringing onto the field. And I feel like if he can bring that to this game and everybody else kind of gets on the same page we can probably see a win here against galaxy uh i'm gonna be optimistic for nashville i'm gonna say two to one yeah to be fair nashville has played all their games away so far so that's why that's pretty tough that is pretty tough i think it's because they're waiting for their stadium to open up it's uh i think they have like the new stadium but yeah so they haven't played a home home game yet i'm sure they're their record is going to change a lot once that home, um, once they start playing oh, those home course. games. That's, so that's going to make a huge difference. They only have seven points from seven games. 
Oh no, they have eleven points for seven games. My bad. Uh, <laughs> I was yeah. gonna say they've tied every game. No, they've won three, try, drawn two, lost two. So, uh, okay. uh, I'm just gonna be biased. I'm gonna say Nashville's win. <laughs> <laughs> When I when all the stats point to them being pretty even, I'm gonna let you know biases decide. Bias the rest. be the, the one that tips the scale. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna go Nashville two, uh, no three two win, three two win, three two. Oh, yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, exactly. I hope I hope it's a good game. All right, moving on to Sunday's games. We got Miami versus Atlanta. I feel like that should be some kind of derby too. Uh, it's gonna be at Miami Stadium, so it's practically empty. Uh, it's gonna be on ESPN. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's gonna be a 10 a.m. game. So you know, if you you guys are feeling like watching soccer first thing in the morning, just you know, tune into that game. Uh, Wait, where are they gonna show this one? ESPN. That's what I said. ESPN, okay. ESPN Deportes. If you want to watch it with some flavor, uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this uh, just to see if Miami's gonna continue that form and get another win. Atlanta's uh, form hasn't been so hot either, right? I exactly. mean, they're sitting in fourth, but they only they're have not doing points. terrible. Yeah, they're not doing terrible. I actually thought that they were doing worse than what they actually are. Yeah. Um, I kind of expected them to be like mid to under mid. Yeah. I mean, Miami but, coming from back-to-back wins, right, for the first time. Yeah, exactly. So can they make it three in a row? Yes, but Atlanta is just coming back from um, a, a six, was it 6 no win in the U.S. Yeah. Open Cup, especially with Dom Dyer scoring two goals. I mean, if he comes out in the second half, maybe he can do something, especially with how Justin Martinez hasn't been performing lately. But uh, I mean, sure, the yes, they did get that 6 nil win, yeah, yeah. but the actually game against Cincinnati, they ended up tying nil nil. Yeah. And Cincinnati had a red card in that game in the seventy sixth minute. Really? Yes. So they were playing a ten man team for at least twenty minutes. Yeah. All right. And um, they weren't able to convert that into a win. So if they can't do that there and not saying that Cincinnati is absolutely terrible now but or that they're fantastic but you know uh a full squad cincinnati is better than what they were before but you would imagine with one man down they'd be back to what they usually ended up being you know um so i'm gonna say more most realistic a draw Mm -hmm. uh Optimistic Miami will win. All right. So I'm going to go with Atlanta winning this one. I'm going to go with a 2 0 win for Atlanta. I think Miami's going to get beat back down to earth. To be what <laughs> get reminded. Yeah. Get reminded of where they belong. Yeah. Get back to the bottom of the table. <laughs> yeah. I just kind of want to see this like little run go and see how far they can keep it going um and then t- wonder what Egwene's reaction might be all right unless he unless he comes on this you know on this squad then most likely they're going to lose yeah. i mean you didn't officially give a score you just said they're going to tie or Miami was going to win so give me a score okay okay um if we're going with the tie i'm going to go nil nil 
if we're going with a win, I'm going to say it's going to be like their last okay, game. It's, okay. it's gonna you got to go with something. You can't just say every single result. <laughs> okay, fine, fine. You're like, if, um, Miami, if Miami wins, 1-0. If they, dry, if they draw 0-0. Zero, zero. If Atlanta wins, 1-0. <laughs> <one nil. laughs> You're just going to cover everything? No, if Atlanta were to win this game, it'd probably be like 2-0. Yeah. Still, pick one. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm going to stick with Miami. I'm going to go 1-0. Well, all right. Uh, Orlando playing against Red Bull. That should be a good game considering that this is second place playing against third place in the Eastern Conference. Uh, Orlando, yeah. slightly hotter. They got one more win than... Um, well, they've played one more game as well. So that that's probably where they got their extra win from. Yep. So, technically speaking, their their records should be exactly the same if you take away that extra mm. game. Um, yeah, but if you go into their form uh new york they've lost the fire that they began with Mm -hmm. uh at first everybody looked like they were on the same page the chemistry was good everybody was you know just playing off of each other almost without any communication and now you're struggling to get any results um and orlando on the other hand they're looking way better when it comes to attacking Mm -hmm. so uh, i want to say that Orlando probably has a better shot at winning this game. I think so. I think they got a little bit more uh, style, a little bit more substance, especially that Tiki Taka mm-hmm. goal they scored over the weekend, which was beautiful. Right. Um, I think they got more offensive power. Uh, New York mm-hmm. seems to only have Lewis Morgan and whatever he can do. So right. uh, I'm going to go with Orlando as, as well for winning this game. Yeah, I'm going to go with 2-1 to one on this. Uh I'm going to go 4-3. I'm going to make it crazy. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I would love that. Yeah. All right. So that's going to be on ESPN and ESPN Deportes at 12.30 p.m. Uh, next up, our boys. I don't think we, I mean, I'm, we're not going to do a deep dive. I'm just going to go standard. So LAFC versus Cincinnati road game. 4-0. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, damn! Don't be too crazy. I was gonna go with a four-one. Okay. <laughs> you can go with your four-one. I'm going four-zero. Okay. Okay. Four-one is mine. Uh, LAFC with the dub because um, they're playing against Cincinnati, who was doing good, and then it just seems like they went straight back down again, right? Um, yeah. So, uh, playing against a twelfth place team that has conceded fourteen goals, we should be putting quite a few past them. If not, I'm going to be disappointed. Right. But yeah, LFC should win this game. That's going to be the only game on Fox Sports. Uh, it's going to be at 2 p.m., so it's going to be an early game. All right, and um, last game of the window is going to be uh, New York Bob City FC. New York. Yeah, New York City FC versus Toronto. Now, Toronto's been in really good form lately, especially after they just beat Philadelphia. So... I yeah. would argue that they should be beating uh, NYCFC. Uh, I wouldn't say easily, but it shouldn't be too difficult for them. I think this is going to be the same thing that you used to describe Miami's game against Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, although New York did get that six 0 win, yes, but I think I think, I think that... it's a fluke. I think it's a fluke. I I agree. I think it's a fluke. So even though they did get that six 0 win. I believe that Toronto is going to slap reality back into New York's face and remind them that that was a one-time thing and that Salt Lake is just standing over a dumpster and setting it on fire rather than New York actually being great again. Um, 
So I could see Toronto winning this by multiple goals, uh, probably a 3-1, if anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with a 2-1 for Toronto. Um, 2-1, yeah. Yeah, so that covers, you know, all the MLS games for this weekend. I mean, see how it goes. We're definitely going to be watching that LAFC one. Um, last yeah, bit of news. Sure. All right, so we're going to... Let's let's jump into the Premier League. Let's see what kind of matches are happening this weekend. I think because you know we're hitting toward the end of the season over there, things are starting to get real interesting. Yeah, um, pretty much the two teams that everybody's looking at: Manchester City and Liverpool. Yeah, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, we have the Merseyside derby happening on Sunday between Liverpool and Everton. Yes, and giving uh, given Everton's form, uh, you should be winning that one, shouldn't you? Do you even have to say Everton's form? Isn't it given Liverpool's form? No, given Everton almost being in the relegation zone, should make it easy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, hopefully. But then again, it is a derby, and anything can always happen in a derby. Yeah, don't even um, have to beat with a hat trick. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> no, seriously, though. like uh, It's like a different team can always show up to a derby. Yeah. Unless you're talking about Manchester United last uh last game then no um but th- this should be an exciting game um depending that, on i mean there's quite a few good games this weekend actually so you got the merseyside derby there uh liverpool should be winning i don't think anybody's gonna argue against that uh we also no. have i mean man city versus watford i think there's a small chance watford could probably do some but they're you probably think so? probably gonna get relegated uh <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I uh, think there's a chance because Watford actually has some decent offensive talent. It's just more mm-hmm. they've been struggling to put that together. Um, you have that. You have uh, Chelsea-West Ham. It's going to be a good game. Chelsea-West Ham, that, that's going to be exciting. Yeah, yeah. Especially I, with how I'd Chelsea like just imploded that. against Arsenal last week. Wait, or, the, I mean, the penalty week. counted, though. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I should be trying that more often. Pull the players down with me. Right? <laughs> right. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't happen um, to Ars- my team. <laughs> yeah, and speaking of Arsenal, yeah. we're going to have that matchup against Manchester United, which should be pretty good too. Yeah. Um, uh, I honestly thought battle. that Arsenal was doing worse. but that's, that's the battle for fourth place right there. Uh, battle for fifth place. Nah. Okay, yeah. I mean, I'm one win away from time with Tottenham. And we all know if anything that's Tottenham is going to lose against Bradford because Eric. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. Uh, Manchester United is currently in sixth place. They have 33 games played, while Arsenal has 32 games played, and they're in fifth place. Yeah. So, look at their form, though. Look at their form. Okay, three losses, one win. They got a loss sandwich with you know two, <laughs> two wins on each side. Yeah, the last five, yes. Yeah. Um. It's going to be interesting. I think it could go either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... But more, more, more likely, I feel like it's going to go Arsenal's I'm, way. I'm going to say Man United is going to get that boost of knowing that Ten Hag is coming in the summer. And knowing <laughs> how strict he is of a manager, um, he, a lot of players are going to want to prove that they should be staying in the team. I'm going to say that Harry Maguire is going to do something awesome. Uh, put him in the bench. Maybe maybe Ten Hag does a phone call saying, like, do not stop Maguire. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? We'll uh, see. But, uh, the club. <laughs> <laughs> it should be interesting to watch this game. Uh, Leicester and Aston Villa. 
that's a good one as well, considering Leicester has been not so great this season. I feel like mm-hmm. they've had so many losses and they're still in ninth place, you know? Right. Aston Villa is not so hot as they used to be, so they're down to 15th. You know, Stevie G's magic lasted like three games. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I think that that's the thing between both of these teams. Uh, it's kind of like whoever wants it more on that day. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, the Man United games at 4.30 a.m. Jeez. It's like the time I go to sleep. Yeah, 4.30 on that one. Uh, Brighton um, Southampton should be a good one too. Uh, Crystal about, Palace leads is what I'm going to say. Okay, okay, okay. What about this one? What about Brentford? Brentford? Tottenham. That's what I'm saying. That Tottenham's going to lose against Brentford because Ericsson's there. You know what are they going to do? Put a tackle on a guy that had a heart attack? No. You know it's going to they're going to end up winning. <laughs> okay, and they're just going to give them the the game as a welcome yeah, home gift. Yeah, exactly. So, so Brentford's going to win. Man United's going to win, and then Man United leave Fox Tottenham. Even though our goal difference is probably worse. <laughs> I don't well, care about the form. Oh my god, the goal difference of four versus eighteen. Still. Yeah. <laughs> Brentford so need... scores nineteen goals in this game. You've got to hope for Man United to have to give a hat yeah. trick to every player on the field. Yeah. Uh that, that's that's what's gonna happen. You know? You know that's what Tottenham does. <laughs> At least a brace. Especially when it comes to finishing over Arsenal, right? Yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah, Crystal Palace versus Leeds should be a good game. I think Leeds is pretty much safe at this point. Um, they're in 16th. Uh, in terms of their mm-hmm. points, they are four points ahead of Everton and five points ahead of Burnley, who just fired their manager. So, I- I'm well, pretty that's sure. what happens when you put Jesse Marsh in yeah. charge. Yeah, I think I'm going to call Leeds safe. Um, I think it should be a good game, especially since I put Jack Harrison in my lineup. So, he better get me some points. <laughs> yeah, I just want to see uh, Jesse Marsh do well. Mm-hmm. So, I want Leeds to win this game. Yeah, yeah. Same, same. All right, so uh, we've covered the Premier League, you know, for once. Uh, you want uh, Bundesliga? Isn't there a classic here this weekend? Is it? Tell me. Uh, I think so. I don't know. Let me double check. I might be wrong on that. Bundux. Uh, nope. Yeah, it is. It is. Bayern <laughs> versus Dortmund. Okay, you're like, nope, yeah. it's, a, it's a <laughs> Nope, yeah. I'm having my own conversation with myself. Uh, we have Bayern versus Dortmund on Saturday at 9.30 a.m. You could, keep, you could keep your Bayern Dortmund. I'm going to be watching Cole Armenia Bielefeld. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm down with that game. Yeah, uh, yeah Bayern Dortmund. Uh, I mean, we all know who won the league. Look at the standings. Just look at the points. <laughs> I mean... Well, Bayern or three Look, wins. You can league. you can do the prediction for the, at least the next two seasons to know who's going to win the league. Yeah, um, Red Bull Leipzig. They got Unkunku going crazy with Leipzig, but he's that's also just a fun name to say Unkunku. But yeah, <laughs> uh, Bayern Dortmund. Yeah, I'll give that one a watch. Why not? I think that's after all the Premier League games, anyway. Yeah, it's right after at nine thirty. Yeah, because the latest Premier League game is at nine thirty. I think. Hold on. Let me double check. Isn't it 8.30? Latest Premier League game is at 12, actually. Crystal Pass leads. Unless you want to see the Merseyside Derby at 8.30. Who cares about that? I'm going to be watching. <laughs> I'll be watching that. Yeah. Do I have the dual screen thing going on? 
But yeah, okay, so uh, I think that covers pretty much everything we want to talk about. The last thing I want to say. So, Eric Ten Hag, new manager of Manchester United, as a Manchester United fan. Uh, real excited, considering how garbage we've been, uh, especially the last, like, 15 games or, or you could argue the last four years um, <laughs> should uh, I um, start getting my Ten Hag out posters ready no, no, uh, no, considering no. it's Manchester United no, and no. how they cycle through new managers not even bro you focus on signing Salah <laughs> <laughs> uh, who knows if that's gonna happen I know even though he wants to stay I have no idea what's going on over there but Manchester United is a whole different beast and you have tried with I don't know how many managers and they just can't get it right yeah but I've heard a bunch of different rumors floating around so it's been confirmed that he is coming in in the summer they already interviewed De Gea about it, who was, you know, smiling like a little schoolgirl about it. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, he's the only one that should be smiling about it because he's the only good player on the team right now. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, right, I don't don't forget Harry Maguire. Oh, no, no. That, that dude's gone. Dude's uh, next position's left bench, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's going to... I think he's going to change everything around. So apparently he's really detailed oriented. Uh, he worked under Pep when Pep was at Bayern. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're pretty much both um, Similar. students of the Johan Cruyff philosophy of attacking football. And mm-hmm. apparently uh, Ten Hag always wanted to meet Johan Cruyff, but Johan Cruyff passed away. So the next best thing was a direct student, which was Pep who we worked under mm-hmm. at Bayern Munich. So very right. similar play styles. Hopefully. So you're saying you're saying we're going to have another uh, Arsenal situation Man. on our hands. We couldn't beat a... Man City, so we copied their strategy and hired a bald coach. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> hired a bald coach. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're going to have Arteta number two or number one in this case. Well, this one's actually successful. Uh, <laughs> True. I mean, he ended True. up beating Real Madrid and Juventus in the Champions League. Now, I mean, the size of those trophies, you can't imagine. <laughs> <laughs> those are two huge wins, but still. Huge, um, huge. No, yeah. I mean... He's an expert at promoting uh, youth talent, expert at, you know, getting his team to perform no matter who's all in the field. Uh, very much, he's very detailed-oriented from what I've seen. Uh, other things mm-hmm. I heard is that you are just a piece in his machine and he wants you to fit in as well as you can. If you don't like his system, you're out of the team. That's basically how it's going to be. So if you're not willing to play like he wants, you're out of the team. If the team isn't like if the front office isn't willing to support his decisions, he's leaving no matter what. Like he's not one of those coaches that's gonna stick around, wait to get fired. If things don't go his way, he's gone. Here's the thing. Um, that is exactly what Manchester United have been needing. Yeah. Because it's obvious that it's always been the players and not the manager the managers who have been coming into the into the club. Yes. Um from what it sounds like, it seems like they're going to support him because there's rumors that they're going to give him $200 million to spend. We'll see what happens. That's like a player and a half in today's market, but still. <laughs> that, that is like a player and a half. I feel like... I don't know. 
it, it, I think that he might end up walking at some point. If you I think had that, a ch- that, I mean, that's very likely. I'm. That's why. I, that's the only thing I'm worried about is that they say they're going to support him, and like you know, a year in, they're like, "Oh yeah, JK," you know. <laughs> yeah, no, no, of course, because they want to get him in there. That it could be nothing but lies. Yeah. It's just like any job application that you submit, they always promise you all these beautiful things, and oh yeah, it's a twenty to twenty-five dollar starting job, and you know what? Uh, we're actually going to start you at nineteen. Yeah. No. So uh, most likely that's what's happening here. And I feel like there will be a point because Manchester United is, is more of a sales team now than than a competing team. So I think that they'll just focus on the stars like they usually yeah. do. Man, I, I mean, they have one of the best academies in the world, so there shouldn't be a reason why we're not promoting more youth talent here. Um hmm given how he is so i did listen to an interview by one of his ex-players who used to play with him before he was at ajax um yeah. and he would say that he talks like a professor he mostly talks like here's what you're doing even if you have a good game he'll show you a video he's like oh you messed up here though improve that in the right. next game and he doesn't do it in a way where like he beats you down about it it's more like you understand that you're trying to be a better player for it um, and a lot of teams like uh, you definitely see the work improving toward the end of the season that the form will really pick up and um, everybody has to play as a team that's high intensity in his trainings mm-hmm. because he, he's got players running around the whole time he's very right. much a believer of you should always be attacking 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 because that's the best way to defend that kind of thing mm-hmm. um, I mean his, his record is insane I want to say it was something like Hold on, hold on. I saw I saw a crazy stat. I mean, we all know that all the Ajax stars that he ended up forming in his team. So, like, you got Ziyech, you know, at Chelsea. Right. De Ligt, Frankie de Jong, Donny van de Beek. I mean, Dusan Tadic had insane numbers under him. Like, mm-hmm. and Dusan Tadic is one of the older players. So, he might be able to actually make Ronaldo do some work. Not in terms of running. Right. But he might be able to develop a system that actually benefits Ronaldo's style of play is all I'm saying um, mm-hmm. but yeah I've heard that he's really he seems really serious on the outside but it's just more like he's one of those managers that if you ask him about a game that happened like five years ago he'll tell you exactly what happened in a, whatever minute like he remembers everything yeah. so he's very mm-hmm. much a student of soccer and I'm more excited because I mean honestly Ralph Ragnick hasn't done anything he's if anything he's made us worse ollie didn't have any tactics whatsoever uh he 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 just became best friends with the players right um from what i also saw an interview of ix fans on what they think of him as a coach Mm -hmm. and they're just they're sad to see him go but um the only the main thing that they liked about him is that there wasn't a match that he wasn't ready for he had a plan for everything yeah. So I'm 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 really excited about that signing. I think that that's why I want to take a chunk out of the time out of the podcast because I wanted to talk about it. And I'm super hyped, so I can't wait till no, it comes into the summer. All joking aside, that's yeah. a great hire for the club, and I honestly think that you need more managers to have that sort of attitude because the honest truth is that the majority of these players are a little yeah. bunch of babies. Yeah. They they think they're super entitled to everything and that they're the reason that the club is succeeding. 
when they are just as replaceable as the worst player on the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, Ten Hag, I mean, he's coming with a winning mentality. So if you think about all the games that he was in charge, uh, he's been in charge of 210 games with Ajax. So that's about um, seven seasons-ish. Mm-hmm. Actually, no. Uh, well, it's because I'm counting regular season games where I forget all the cup games. So it's about four years. It's been about four years. Right. Um, in 210 games, he won 155 of them. So that's 70, really good. That's... 73% of the time, he wins. That's awesome. So three out of every four games, basically, he'll win. Yeah. It's um, an amazing record. Um, and, I mean, if you look at the last Manchester United managers, even with Alex Ferguson... Uh, Alex Ferguson didn't have more than a 59%, so like 60, basically. Everybody mm-hmm. below, everybody after him has had less, with Ralph Ragnick being a 41% win rate. So I'm right. 100% confident that he can do the job. The only thing that will stop him is if he doesn't have the support of, of the club, pretty much. And, uh, and based on history, I feel like there is a high mm-hmm. chance of that happening. Yeah, so... Hopefully, I'm hoping that he can do enough magic in his first season to convince the board to say, like, oh, we made the right choice in supporting him. Let's keep it going. Right. If not, the the owners have to sell the team because they finally have a top-level coach. Mm-hmm. I think the owners have to sell at this point because they're just running the club into the ground. But if you gave me the choice between Ten Hag and um, Pochettino, I would have picked Ten Hag every single time. Oh yeah, between the two, that's a no-brainer. Exactly. Uh, Having PSG, their wealth, and the players that he currently has, he should have won this year's Champions League. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so um, besides that, uh, yeah, I'm just going to say I'm excited about it. the Premier League is only get better, going to get better, you know, the much better coaches that we have. So I hope that he can hit the ground running. But, you know, I think I think Manchester United uh, is just tired or all the fans are just tired of seeing bad coaches come through the door. Every, I think everybody believes right. that he's a good coach. Um, and I'm pretty sure they're willing to be patient considering how the last couple of years have been. So hopefully mm-hmm. he does good. I mean, I wish him nothing but the best. We'll see in the summer. But, you know, for now, we're stuck with Ragnik for a couple more games. <laughs> well, the season's almost over. So yeah. we'll see yeah. what happens over the summer with the transfers. Yeah. All right. So that's all I got to say today. Anything else you want to talk about? No. Let's get ready for the weekend and watch these games. Hopefully we get a lot of goals coming in. All right. Well, that was end of episode 17. Make sure to join us next week where we cover, as usual, all the weekend's action. Um, Hopefully, we'll talk a little bit more about the Premier League. I want to kind of vary it up a bit. I don't want to be so MLS heavy. Um, I'm sure a lot of the listeners out there are fans of the other leagues as well. Um, So, yeah. So, join us next week for the next episode, and we'll see you later. All right. Bye. Bye.